welcome to you dab me at hello i'm rj this is andy and mike as always three dad <laughs> one podcast uh we are here today it's episode 805 <laughs> sounds all right we are now doing the top 2000s one hit wonders if you saw my live video 10 minutes ago awesome you have nothing to do tonight and i'm really happy that you're here but we're going to be talking about some really mediocre songs tonight and um and some really good bands but yeah, this is going to be a little different than the uh, one-hit wonders of the 90s. Like, I, I was really excited. Not that I'm not excited right now, but I was really excited to t- cover a lot of those 90s songs because I was like, these are quality songs. Like, I Maybe it's just because they're from my childhood and I love them. Like, My name's completely blocked out by the one-hit wonders sign, as always. Splatted. It's, splatted. It's, it's splatted on my name. Um, and then we got the 2000 songs and I'm not, there's, there's some stinkers in here, uh, but there's some good songs too. So at first I was kind of like, I don't know about this, but then I started listening and I'm okay with it. There's some good stuff in here. And and we actually had a bunch that we didn't end up putting in here, um, that probably could have been, um, but yeah, I think they're going to be good. We got top 32 today. Mike is back. Um, Mike, I, how you feel? This is your like eighth time on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna buy some stocks. That seems to be the new thing nowadays. Just put stocks in things, and um, you know, hopefully, I'll get some money out of it. Uh, well, I do, now, once you start making money, we're gonna close it so you can't make any money. <laughs> I do want to point out that um, uh, this this uh, idea was Andy. This podcast uh, subject was Andy's idea. So if uh, he doesn't like it, it's his own fault. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We have a oh, big don't, list. Don't worry. The 2010 is going to be way worse. <laughs> oh, please don't have me on for that one. I mean, when you, when you have, <laughs> when you have 2000s and you got songs like Laffy Taffy um, and things like, things like that, it's not a great group of songs to pick from, but I well, think we today, did okay. Today we do have 32 of the greatest 2000s one hit wonders today. And I think, um, it's going to bring back some memories. We'll probably sing a couple of them, hum a couple of them, um, because we can't play them. Um, but it's going to be fun. Uh, let's go through it. My time. If, you, <laughs> if you guys want, you can uh, definitely comment your opinions below uh, to be on the show. Uh, if you're on you dad me at hello, uh, you can feel free to comment right on there. If you're on my page, you can also comment. I will be uh, keeping an eye on that, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's, let's get right into it. So first up, uh, I forgot to zoom in, but it's Daniel Bedingfield's <laughs> Gotta Get Through This versus Bowling for Soups, 1985. <laughs> All right. I think, I think one song is better than the other, but I like one song a lot better. So my pick is going to be. Did you just say anything? Like that? <laughs> I feel like. Did that make any sense? No, you said I think one song is better than the other, but one song I really like better than the other. I think artistically, one song is better than the other, but I favor one song more than okay. the other. Does okay. that make Does that make more sense? Yeah, it, I think now it does. So, all right. So my pick is gonna get through this. <laughs> my my mine is also Daniel Bedingfield's got to get through this. Yeah, I was gonna say the same. Not that right. it matters. You guys already voted it through. Um, <laughs> Although well, I, I do dislike uh, their grammatical errors. <laughs> <laughs> well, Daniel Bedingfield, uh, got to get through this moving on. Bowling for Soup started back in 1994. Um, uh, Andy, who originally sung that song? 
Uh, apparently, SR71 originally did that, and RJ says it sounds the same. Um, I think it does. I think I'm going to take your word for it. Um, but it, well, it sounds like SR71 kind of handed it to them after they recorded it. They said, hey, this sounds like you guys. Go for it. And they did. Um, they went for it. And it reached number 23 yeah. on the charts, but number 32 in our hearts. Yeah, it, it's a good song. I mean, it's about – I mean, they're just kind of like – like here's everything that happened in 1985 like going over all the different artists it's about a woman living in the past um so it's a if you want some nostalgia and remember what 1985 was then listen to that song that's good if but, we were basing our choice on the music video it would be 1985 because that video is hilarious actually <laughs> <laughs> all right well moving on we have howie days collide versus crazy town butterfly um, as much as I hate to say it, I'm going with Collide here, uh, only because I've read so much about Crazy Town, and they were literally Crazy Town. <laughs> they were. I'm, nice. I'm not gonna hold that against them. I I feel like if these two songs were on the radio, I'd probably listen to Butterfly. So that's <clears> what I'm going with. All right, uh, Mike. It, as much as I hate to, I am also gonna go with Butterfly. Even oh, though okay. that that song is super cringy, um, but it's fun. It's fun to listen to and poke fun at. So, yeah, yeah I, it is what it is at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, Clyde, Clyde's a good song. Um, it's just something that I wouldn't listen over and over. I probably wouldn't do that with Butterfly either. But um, yeah, I guess uh, so. Howie Day is a fellow New Englander, actually. Um, it's from Maine. Interesting little tidbit there. That's like Canada. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, apparently, the influence for the song is from Bruce Springsteen's song called "Secret Garden." I never heard that song, but apparently, that's where that's where that came from. All right. Well, Howie Day uh, Collide is out. Oh, Crazy Town Butterfly I, is in. I do want to say this. I was going to say this if he moved on, but this is pretty. I liked this line. So there's a part where he said uh, everything. Everything wrong, even the wrong words, sometimes don't rhyme or something like that. Um, and then he tries to rhyme "find" and "collide," which don't <laughs> don't rhyme. So it's kind of it was clever. I thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> but if you were to sing it, it could kind of it kind of rhymes like the, your enunciation of it. So. Well, there you go. All yeah. right, next up, DJ Sammy's "Heaven" versus "Tattoos." All the things she said. Uh, I'm going with Heaven. Uh, it has a, a special place in my heart. I hate techno music, but there was a candlelight version that came out uh, a couple years after, which was just piano version. Uh, Heaven's a great Brian Adams song, so I'm I'm going with Heaven. Uh, I'm going to go with Tattoo, uh, not for the reasons you would think. Um, think what you may. Uh, I actually think it's a uh, more of like an upbeat, uh, almost like a borderline kind of rock song. It's got a lot of energy to it. Not that the techno song doesn't. Uh, I don't know. I just like yeah. the tattoo song better. I don't know. Yeah, you know, here, here we were talking about before about notes on this on these songs, and literally my notes for heaven is it's a dance song. That's all I have <laughs> on my notes. Uh, I'm going with I'm going with tattoo. Is that how you, is it just T A T U or it's, do you pronounce yeah. it tattoo? It's tattoo, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So all the things she said is moving on. Um. 
my notes are not much better about heaven uh, other than the fact of it's a cover of Brian Adams. But the interesting thing about that is seven years later after its release, it recharted um, and it was certified gold uh, for sales of over 500,000. So uh, also uh, they did a version of it for 9-11 um, and they have that candlelight version too, which is really nice. Um, okay, I'll save my joke about it. Then. <laughs> all right, tattoo all the things she said moving on. Next up. We have a city high. What would you do versus the click five? Just the girl. I'm going I, city high. I don't like either one of these songs. What? Um, what would you do? No, I was just going to say that. Damn it. <laughs> you stole my joke. <laughs> uh, I'm going with what would you do? City high. So I gather that's the one that's moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the click five, they're from Boston, which is kind of cool. Um, it reached number 11 on the Billboard Hot 100, but it's not my thing. I just, I don't like it much. So their their bassist is actually um, a songwriter for other bands. He actually was a songwriter for uh, Fountains of Wayne, who is also going to be on this list. Um, and RJ, you would love this, is that he actually uh, did the song for um, that thing you do. Oh, The Wonders. Yeah. Nice. Um, not wearing the shirt tonight, but. No, I know. All right. Well, there it is. <laughs> Next up, we have the red jumpsuit apparatus, Face Down versus Gary Jewell's Mad World. Uh, very different songs, and I love both of them a ton. Um, man, I I'm going to go with red jumpsuit apparatus only because Face Down is an amazing song with a great message, um, <laughs> and I like them now a lot. Uh, they just came out with a new album this year, and they're great. Why are you laughing at me? What did I do? Because Andy's face is blocked by the, the logo when you when you zoom out. <laughs> I feel like that was on purpose. <laughs> um, Mad World for me. It's just such a... It's so melancholy, um, but the song just has legs. Uh, you can you can <laughs> listen to that song anytime. Uh, yeah, literally has legs. It just it keeps going. Legs. Yeah. Um, but honestly, radio, ran out the <laughs> you put that song on today um, and it sounds like it could have been released today where a lot of these songs are kind of dated. Uh, mm -hmm. This song sounds like it could be, you know, fairly new. And there was, um, was Gears of War uh, used it mm. in a trailer um, when they unveiled that game for the Xbox 360. And, and that that made that trailer blow up. Everyone was talking about it. Slow songs on awesome scenes that shouldn't have slow songs make it epic yeah uh, andy you're gonna break this what is it yeah you know we we kind of went back and forth on red jumpsuit apparatus where do we put them on the list do we not um you know did they have more hits than than just this one but maybe you know, we kind of were going with this is the most popular one this is what they're known for uh but they went up against mad world and that's my pick that's such a, uh. such a great song all right, all right. Well, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Um, well, <laughs> I really like Red Jumpsuit. Um, they they love it's a really they, great song. They love the Jesus like I do. Um, they uh, actually Red Jumpsuit has a really cool story because they started off uh, doing the rock stuff just like you hear in the song, and over time they wanted to be a Christian band. They're one of the few bands that actually wanted to be a Christian rock band rather than 
Christians who want to be in a regular rock band. And the label didn't really allow them to. And over the last two or three albums, they've been just straight up Christian rock and they play at churches and stuff now. And so they're like straight out there. But their last two albums are really good. Um, it's a it's very similar to the stuff you heard in Face Down. But uh, but I'm not mad. Gary Jewell's Mad World's really, really good too. All right, moving on. Gary Jewell's Mad World. Uh, next up, we have uh, the Donnas, Take It Off. Uh, versus Blue Cantrell's Hit 'Em Up Style. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I like that hesitation. Oops. Um, before I go any further, uh, Pete uh, Pete Hutchison, who was a guest on our show, just just put in "Go change into your Oneida shirt." Stop the podcast. <laughs> uh, but I, I, he's 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 on my Facebook, so I can't throw it up there. Um, I'm going with Blue Cantrell. That was such a smash song for her. Yeah. I'm gonna say the same. Yeah, and I, I under any other circumstance, I probably would have picked the Donnas because um, they're a great rock band, and yeah, it really was their only one hit. But yeah, that Blue Crane Trail song was so huge um, yeah. when it came out. So yeah, the Donnas. Um, I was trying to figure out where their name came from because they all are not Donna, and I yeah. guess they just literally were like, "We're gonna all go on stage and call ourselves Donna," and then their last names were the beginning letters so it was donna a donna c donna f or whatever and so but that's it um yeah blue cantrell moving on uh next up was a song we removed from the list and put back on the list um and it is uh los lonely boys heaven <laughs> versus kevin little's turn me on i kind of feel a little odd about these two songs being on the same bracket but um kevin little i really quick story i used to work at ups overnight and uh i would get out at 8 a.m uh, from the warehouse, and I'd get in the car, and Kevin Little's Turn Me On would be on every morning on the radio, and I would blast that crap outside of <laughs> UPS. I loved that song for a very short time. Um, so I'm going to go with Turn Me On, Kevin Little. Uh, I fought for it to be on here, so I'm going with Los Lonely Boys. I, got, right. I can't. I, I got to go with Kevin Little. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, just yeah, disappointed yeah. our grandfather. You understand so, that, right? Okay. <laughs> so you've you've been to family gatherings at my yes. mom's house. Yes. That is the only CD she plays during cookouts oh. at her house. I, I want to throw that CD out the window. Oh, I know. <laughs> my window. I'm going to bring it home and throw it out my window. How yes. Far that, is like, man, I think when our grandfather like found out about them, like, he carried that CD around and he was yeah. like, have you heard this the most lonely boy? Like freaking love them. Like that's yeah. Mike sure. I mean, yeah, we listen to it all the time, but it's, it is, um, it's a power, it's a powerful song. Like it was very, very different that. Yeah. I, Being shamed I by my wife. Yep. Um, <laughs> and your I, children. I, same. <laughs> this one. So just so you know, we've, we voted out the number one, song on the on the billboard charts and adult uh contemporary it also won a grammy for best pop performance by a duo group with the vocals so they actually are a grammy nominated group for this song um the song is actually i didn't know this like you know it's got a spiritual meaning to it but the guitarist actually wrote it about um his son that he lost to sids um i, I was like reading the story and i was like i, I couldn't read anymore because i was like fighting back tears and it was, it was sad but um but you know, Kevin Little turned me on. Right? <laughs> and it was a song, so, uh... Uh, priorities, man. Priorities. All yeah. right. 
Moving on, we have <laughs> I need terror to squads up. lean back versus Afro Man because I got Ooh. high. This uh, is like a funny uh, this, is, this is a good one. I'm going with lean back. I could care less. About <laughs> hold, on, hold on, I gotta pull up my pants. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with lean back because I hate drugs and I hate hearing about them. <laughs> Whatever, that's it. Uh, lean back was one of the ones I put on the list, so I would have chosen it anyways. Um, My Googling skills are second to none. That's right. <laughs> Pete knows. But, uh, Afro Man doesn't get enough credit. Um, he actually is a pretty talented musician. So you're going to lean back? or? Well, it doesn't matter. I won't. Well, yeah, he already, he already voted right. for lean back. But I said <laughs> I would have also voted for lean back because I yeah. put it on the list. Um, if you can believe it, Afro Man actually wrote this within minutes. I don't. I, I don't. I don't believe it. <laughs> he thought it was minutes. It was really like six days. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. Um. So this song really blew up because of Napster. So this song was like a highly downloaded song because it's comedic. And then Howard Stern played it on his show. It like took off. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, that's what it. It's a comedic song, you know. It's about all these things that he just can't do because he's stoned <laughs> all the time. Um, so it's funny, but lean back. Right. I think it was bigger, better. Yeah. Next up, Fountains of Wayne, Stacy's mom versus Snow Patrol, Chasing Cars. This is a weird lineup, but I'm going with Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol for two reasons. One, they actually are one of my favorite bands of all time, and two, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go with snow patrol as well on here um yeah i really like the fountains of wayne song though uh i don't know why but i really hate the fountains of wayne song i really? can't quite put my finger on it but it's a song that if i hear it on the radio i turn it off i, I, would, I don't I know why yeah really I don't know why yeah i, I just can't stand it well, now to make you feel bad, uh, their <laughs> guitarist uh, or bass guitarist uh, died of COVID uh, last April. Um, so the band got back together. Uh, they had been broken up for quite a while um, since 2013, and they did a little reunion performance uh, for charity. Um, we are kicking out a certified gold song. Um, it reached number 21 on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, but it's yeah. Snow Patrol. Apparently also inspired... I don't know who from the band, but one of their friends was like, uh, had a huge crush on his grandmother, not his mother, his grandmother. Um, and that's where he got the inspiration for the song. I was reading this and I was like, grandmother. Okay. Well, I hate that even more. Hey, yeah. Look, that makes me hate that song listen, even more now. Listen, don't judge. Just definitely judge. Oh if no. someone is in love with their grandmother. No, he was in love with somebody else's grandmother. Oh, that's so much that better is, than what that I is worse. grandmother. That's, that's worse. way that's way better. It's someone else's grandmother. It's yeah. not your own. Like you love your grandmother, but you don't love your grandmother. Like that's <laughs> Anyways, uh <laughs> it's teenage dirtbag versus you, wait, saving Abel's no, addicted. No, pronounce it like you spelled it. I I dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> it is an I, it's just capital. Uh, it kind of looks like an L. Little bag. Little bag. <laughs> it's a capital I. I I accidentally held the shift key too long. What do you want? <laughs> All right. This was one of the brackets where I'm undecided. So I want to hear your 
Uh, I I hate both of these songs, so I am gonna go with Teenage Dirtbag. Yeah, I hate Weedus less, uh, but I, I do hate both songs. It's just something about the guy's voice I can't stand, uh, but the song's kind of funny. I'm just a teenage dirtbag. So RJ said last week, hey, we should try to get some of these artists on to interview. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's not them. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you make fun of these songs. I don't think anybody's going to want to be on here. But we make fun of ourselves, too. Um, yeah, I think I would go with the Weedus song as well. The Weedus. <laughs> the Weedus. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, comment this, below if you like the weedus <laughs> <laughs> the saving abel song is pretty dirty and raunchy um but I, it's like small doses yeah um, it's just it's one of those songs that just sounds like just dad rock and not like the good kind like why don't we vote it I, saving able saving able addicted it's an okay song uh i like yeah. I, I like the name saving able it actually comes from cain and abel in the in the bible and how it says in there that there was no saving abel because cain killed his brother abel and so saving abel was the name of the band so mm. kind of cool uh but moving on we have uh actually two songs i really enjoy uh flowbots handlebars versus nine days absolutely story of a girl um Mine on this one, even though I love singing, absolutely. As soon as it comes on, it's like, this is a story. Like, it's a good song. Uh, but Flowbots, for sure. Um, they were crossing uh, into um, some really awesome lyrical stuff really early on. Um, and uh, Handlebar is not one of their best songs ever, in my opinion. Uh, the whole <laughs> album that that's on is fire, though. So, uh, Flowbots, Handlebars. Um, nine Days me oh man why are we friends <laughs> i i gotta go with flowbots just for pure originality for that song um you know you got rapping you got some sweet beats you got uh some trumpets yeah That's pretty good yeah, yeah. It's very they are diverse. they are really cool uh there's two rappers in the group uh and a, and a girl singer and she plays violin as well um it's really really cool stuff um i think the dude's name the the second guy's brer rabbit um which is kind of a funny name but uh yeah that's it all right moving on um we actually just, before we, we move wrote, on we just put it off a number six on the on the hot 100 here um, that's true don't care yeah. this is like <laughs> and then, that opening like this is a story of a girl like that is it like, is great it's a great song meme worthy like I, I like people still know that one part of the song um it is a very popular song the Flowbot song, I don't think I ever heard on the radio. RJ, I think you actually introduced it to me because you you love them. Um, so I remembered it when I heard it, but it wasn't any, anything that I really listened to. Shame on me. It's a it's it is a great song, but um, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't think I had too many notes on um, on that other song, but I mean, it's about. I feel kind of about the story of a girl, absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he, he was kind of like holding off on marriage, like he was kind of stalling his girlfriend. And I was like, man, this kind of sounds like me. Uh, took took us forever to to finally get married, but he, I guess, they got into a fight and he was playing a show and he saw his girlfriend at the time laughing at somebody else's joke and her smile. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's why I loved her. 
But yeah, all right. I can feel that song. It's cool. The lyrics, the lyrics are too cheesy for me, man. Too cheesy. Whatever. You love people's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. We have the calling wherever you will go versus LaRue Bulletproof. Or LaRue? LaRue? LaRue. 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 Um, so I like the calling. They've always, to me, seemed like a carbon copy of um, Lifehouse or um, like bands like that, I guess. Absolutely. Um, even though I do, I do like Lifehouse and I do like this song. Um, but uh, LaRue, Bulletproof, uh, was covered later by Family Force 5. And it's one of the most epic covers ever. And so I'm literally going to vote for LaRue because of Family Force 5's cover <laughs> of their song. Uh, I do like their version too, but LaRue for me. I really like the LaRue song. I I actually, she has another song, um, In For The Kill, that I actually like a lot better than this one, even though this was more popular of her song. I think because we, we played it at my work and I would hear it every day. Um, but I'm going with The Calling on this one just because I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like overall it's a better song. All right. Mike, I, you're the tiebreaker here. I was going to go with LaRue until Andy reminded me of the other LaRue song that is much better. Um, but I all I don't know. I'm not really a fan of the other song either. <laughs> <laughs> because of all the reasons RJ said that they sound like Lifehouse and everything else. Because um, it's you and me and a lot of people. Yeah, that is a, that's a good hook, though. It is. All right, I gotta vote um, out. I gotta vote out Larue. Sorry, sorry, oh. Larue. All right, all right. I have to change my. Uh, <laughs> no, that, oh, sorry. I threw, I threw you for I, a loop. I mean, the the Larue song was, it was very different. It had that like a late like almost <clears throat> that electro pop kind of feel to it. Mm -hmm. um, I think they put out like a million different remixes. Probably some that might have been better than the original. Um. In for the kill had better remixes, though I feel like. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, next up, we've got Orianthes, according to you, and Chameleonaires riding. Sorry, Andy. Whatever. You're just trying to catch me riding dirty. The <laughs> the fact that Orianthe can shred on the guitar, she played for uh, Michael Jackson. I gotta go with Orianthe. Mm. Yeah, uh, Orianthe actually, after the Michael Jackson uh, thing, uh, didn't actually pan out. Um, she uh, became Breakthrough Artist of the Year for Guitar 2010. Also one of the 12 greatest female electric guitarists, uh, uh, as named by Elle magazine. She also went on to be in another band that I can't remember. Um, but I, I feel like it was pretty big. But I, I'm going to go with Orianthe as well. I would have went with Chameleon Air uh, for the mere fact that <laughs> It's still a wildly popular song. Um, you know, they play it on, you go to a hockey game and someone goes into the penalty box. They play that, <laughs> um, which is kind of weird because the song is actually really about racial profiling. Um, you know, because he's basically talking about, you know, the cops are trying to pull me over, trying to find something illegal on me to, to lock me up. Um, but I think the the big thing out of Ryan Dirty is Weird Al made yeah. white and nerdy, white and nerdy, uh, yeah, white and nerdy, which kind of blew up. And Chameleon actually like thanks Weird Al. He's like, he loves it because 
that's kind of how he knew he had a hit on his hands. The, the fact that we are now going to remix it. Um, that's true. And Crazy Bone was in that song. I completely forgot that Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony was in there. Um, so I, because everybody remembers the hook, they don't really remember the verses in that. Yeah, song. I don't remember. I don't remember any of the verses at all. Yeah. Uh, once I started listening back, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I remember a little bit. Then Crazy Bone came in. I was like, oh man, I forgot he was in there. But yeah. They're well, both good songs. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. I didn't have any notes for Chameleon Air, um, other than the fact that uh, it actually did win um, a Grammy for Best Rap Performance yeah. by a duo or a group, um, and it was nominated for Best Rap Song. Um, but I was going to say something more about Orianti, but I guess we're going to wait because she is moving on. Next up, uh, we have The Darkness, I believe, in a thing called Love versus Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles. I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> <laughs> Who used to sing that karaoke? Me. Was it you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in a thing called love. Um, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I do like Vanessa Carlton. Uh, that song's overplayed. Uh, she had another song after that, Ordinary Day. Um, and she's okay. Um, but The Darkness, man. That song on Guitar Hero, a rock band, I can't remember which one. And I used to sing it at karaoke like every, every time I get a chance to. Um, so I'm going with The Darkness. Mike, uh, darkness for me. It was, that, yeah. yeah. Well, they they kind of um, I don't know. They were like a rock revival band. They brought they kind of brought that style back. Um, you know, rock and roll was in a slump for a while, and then all of a sudden that song came out, and everyone was listening to rock music again, which is pretty cool because yeah. I also listen to rock music. <laughs> And that solo is amazing to play on Rock Band. It's so much fun. There's like two or three solos throughout that song. Yeah, they're all super talented. Uh, they're yeah. still together, too. They're still putting out music. Mm -hmm. um, Vanessa Carlton, not so much. Actually, oh, still, uh, yeah, she did. Really? I actually just yeah. listened to, she like redid these songs live, uh, Thousand Miles and stuff, and I was listening to it. She still sounds pretty good. Yeah, she, honestly, it's a song that, yeah, it got overplayed so much because it's so wildly popular mm -hmm. that when it comes on the radio, I tend to skip it. But I really gave myself time to like to listen to it again, and it's really um, it, musically, it, it's really terrific. Um, you know, starting off with that very catchy piano riff, um, she actually played that for like a producer, and they were like, "Stop!" They're like, "You need to finish this song," and she actually was like. Oh, okay. I guess I have a hit in my hand. Like went home and <laughs> put together, and then made demos out of it, and that's how she ended up getting signed. Was was based off of that song. Um, and then there's there's different layers to it. Like the strings come in. It kind of there's so many different parts of that song that you don't really tend to remember because of that opening piano um, that plays. So uh, I would have went with Vanessa Carlton. Um, yeah, but. Andy, Andy's a softy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like that song too, and I probably would have chosen it if it wasn't against the darkness. But yeah, um, but yeah, I'm not saying that that song is not great either. So just... I well, do recommend listening to the mashup of that song with uh, Rage Against the Machine. It's oh, really good. Oh, I'll have to hear that. Yeah. Well, don't tell my Bible study, but the darkness has won. Moving on, we have Kellis Milkshake. Versus Police. default, it's whatever dumb Police. name is. Uh, versus default, <laughs> wasting my time. 
Gotta get on the podcast. <laughs> Man. Is it Kalis? I don't know. I, I spelled it with two L's too, I just realized. That's why you said Kellis. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I still would have said Kellis. Is it two L's? No. no it's, it's one. Okay. Uh, versus um, defaults wasting my time. I'm going with default by default. I am too, even though my milkshake is like it gets Does stuck it bring in your all head. the boys to the yard. Yeah, it get I mean that is it's such a catchy song. <clears throat> um produced by the Neptunes. Oh. Pharrell. Um mm-hmm. written actually by that too. Pharrell wrote it because um, he was in Brazil and saw the ladies that he liked and hit <laughs> here. Um, yeah. Let's also not forget about the great Family Guy bit with that song. <laughs> I must have forgotten. Oh man! Well, milkshake brings all the point to the yard. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing it was Peter. Uh, yeah, Peter Griffin was sad. I don't remember why he wasn't wearing a shirt, and then he he was singing that song for some reason. It's hilarious. Oh, RJ's looking it up right now, actually. No, I'm actually just copying <laughs> over Default, who's moving on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, next up we have, and I think this is the last one of the top 32, and it is, sorry, my mouse is frozen, Baja Men's Who Let the Dogs Out, on oh, my word, versus <laughs> Nar Barkley's Crazy. Um, <laughs> Listen, Baja Men... Had to go on there because of how wildly popular that song was. And it was their one hit. But they're not going to win here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely their one hit. They Didn't they try to come out with another song similar after this? And it just bombed. I don't know. I did. I literally have no notes for them because I knew it wasn't going to make it past round one. Um, you know, I, Crazy is a great song. And there's been some good covers. Reliant K actually covers it for one of their albums. And they did a great job. Okay. I have notes um, about Bahamut. About who? <laughs> I said I have notes about Bahamut. Well, that song <laughs> specifically, and it's it's why I didn't vote for it. Um, so Rolling Stone did a poll in 2007, and it <laughs> the most annoying songs, and it was number three. Uh, Spinner in 2008 uh, did their top 20 uh, worst songs ever, and it took home number one. Um, but it's fun. It's it's in movies still. It's at sporting events. Like they got that at least. Like it's not a great song by any means, but I'm sure that they can live comfortably off of that. So yeah, everyone would sing along if it came on. So yeah. it's, it's, it's not that it's not popular. It's just not a great song. Yeah. And it's so funny too because it's about men basically catcalling women and being a holes. Um, yeah. Well, that's why we're kicking it out. We're yeah, gentlemen so, yeah. Is that reason? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Three gentlemen in a podcast. <laughs> All right, Man moving on. We've got Daniel Bedingfield. Got to get through this versus Crazy Town Butterfly. Dang. Uh, I'm going with Daniel Bedingfield on this one still. Um, uh, Butterfly is, again, it's a good song, but they're kind of like a, a Walmart Rage Against the Machine. Um, <laughs> so I'm going with Daniel Bedingfield. Uh, Got to get through this. Giving them a lot of credit with the Walmart part. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm going to go with got to get through this also. Uh, even though it's a pretty straightforward kind of like dancey club song. Um, you know, even the verses have a little bit of, uh, you know, catch to it. There's a little bit of a hook there. Uh, in, yeah. Instead of just the chorus. 
Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna agree with both of you on on that song right. as well. Butter Butterfly was like that high school song that girls were listening to and were really like I believe there's someone um who was like really into the dude and I was like, oh god. And I was like because he was he was like the, the anti me. You know, so I was like, "Oh, he's the bad boy, and I'm the I'm the friend." Like I was always like, "Yeah, that guy." But <laughs> well, you know, it we're kicking it out at number sixteen. Uh, it yeah, actually popped um, number three for Billboard's One Hit Wonders of the two thousands, um, and it was named thirty fourth of the most awesomely bad song ever by VH1. Yeah. Um, but it is gone. Uh, but coming up next, tattoo all the things she said versus City High. What would you do? I'm still going with what would you do? It's a great message. Um, you know, uh, basically telling single moms out there that they are amazing. Uh, don't let anyone get you down. Again, uh, is this kind of a, a Walmart black eyed piece? No, 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 I don't think so. So I'm, I'm, I'm going with city high as well. So they actually were a, a male duo at the time. Um, signed by Wyclef and Wyclef at the same time also had another male uh, duo, the product GMB who were fantastic. I, I thought their music was great and they only had a couple songs. Um, so they wanted to mix it up a little bit so they wouldn't get confused. So they um, added a female vocalist into, into the mix there. But I agree with you. It's got a message. Um, so that's, that's my pick for that. All right, Mike, Mike, Mike anything to add? Um, I, despite listening to the song a couple times today, I can't remember this song. Right? Yeah, no, I honestly, I can't remember this song at all. all right. Well, that yeah. won't make it far. Nope. Yeah. Not with me. <laughs> I think we need to talk a little bit about Tattoo because it, it was a good song. Um, it, it was had a lot of controversy. Yeah, of controversy. Uh, that's what I was going to say. There was certainly a cultural relevance to that song. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds, it sounds like you guys want to talk about it. No, you, you're the one who brought it up. We're just yeah, agreeing with you that there is something to talk about here. There, there is something. I mean, both girls were basically pretending uh, to be gay, and they weren't. Uh, but a lot, they didn't. They never really came out with that until years later. And then one of the singers said some really derogatory things. Um, so that was that was not good. Um, but they were a Russian pop group who were, I think one of them was actually a singer already and had been in like a, a kid's group or whatever. And yeah, basically... they were in a kid's group prior to this. Yeah. Yeah. That's and crazy. then basically some guy was like, yeah, I want to form a girl group who are willing to, you know, kiss and, you know, play, basically, you know, dress up like schoolgirls, like, Russia's a whole other world. I mean, that's kind of what happens after you leave Disney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so really, really odd, interesting. But it also did have some good to it, too, because at that time, um, you know, you, you didn't see a lot of people on, on TV, like, talking about, you know, being gay or anything like that or even insinuating that. So it made people feel, you know, comfortable to – be who they who they are they truly are so it did have some benefits to it um and it was it was a catchy song i mean mm -hmm. it was a good it, song yeah 
All right, moving on. We have uh, Gary Jules, Mad World versus Blue Cantrell's Hit 'Em Up Style. Shoot. Oops. Shoot. I'm going with Mad World on this one. I didn't vote for Mad World the first time around, but uh, Blue Cantrell's a great song, but it's, 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 uh, Mad World is, is powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Cantrell, to me, even though it's a, it's a huge song, it, to me, just listening to it now, it's kind of that cookie cutter 2000s pop song, um, you know, or R&B, you know, whatever genre you want to pigeonhole it into. Um, I don't know. I got to I gotta go with Mad World on this one. So you're okay with kicking out a native <laughs> Rhode, Rhode Islander. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She was All born right. in Providence, went to Cranston West High School, according to my sources. I um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this person. Uh, she sang back up for Faith Evans and Sean Diddy Combs. Um, yeah, she did a lot of stuff. She's still doing stuff now, I think, too. Um, but Gary Jewel's Mad World, moving on. Yeah, I, I would pick that song as well. Um, yeah, even though that was a smash hit for Blue Cantrell. Um, yeah, Grammy nominated. You know, her mom was actually a former Mrs. Rhode Island. I did not know that, no. Yeah, really interesting. All right. Well, moving on, we have Kevin Little, Turn Me On versus Terror Squad's Lean Back. <laughs> man, what, a, what a bracket we got down here at the bottom. Man. Uh, Kevin Little, Turn Me On, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to put yeah, on my, my yeah, white, yeah, 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 white yeah, tank yeah. up and my Tim's and <laughs> go to the club in this bracket. Uh, I, I'm going to, even though I did not vote for it in the first round, I am going to go with Turn Me On. All right, Kevin. That's what she said. Uh, what else? Do you, uh... Uh, Mike, what do you got? Uh, Fat Joe had a better career as a solo artist. That's, That's all true. I have to say about this. this. So this wasn't a, this wasn't a solo, a solo project. So this is Terror Squad. That's what I'm saying, though. I think he's saying that you know it's not as good as the. I mean, he's better than Lean Back. Mm -hmm. You guys already voted for Kevin Little, so my vote doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Snow Patrol, Chasing Cars versus Weedus, Teenage Dirtbag with a capital I. <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot, I realized. I didn't know what you guys um, going to say, so I think we're all going to be in agreement here. Weedus. What? Snow Patrol, Chasing <laughs> Cars, man. I was like, what? Turn me off there. I'm going with Snow Patrol as well. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy, man. Um, <laughs> Weedus, I, I didn't like that song. I didn't like his voice. Um, you know, it's been on everything. I've been hearing it. I actually watched the Netflix original series Girl Boss um, when that first came out, and that was on there. It was also on The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is the remake of uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the more serious one, uh, which I did not watch. But um, but Weedus was on both of those, so it's still relevant. Uh, but Snow Patrol, man, great. Yeah, great song. Weedus... That's that song. I wasn't. I didn't know it very well back then. I think over the years, as I've I've heard it more and more. But when it was out, it wasn't really on my radar. Um, but a little wrestling um, trivia here. Not really trivia, but uh, there's a wrestler, uh, Spider Nick Webb, who this was his song for like the last like fifteen twenty years. Hmm. He was on. So Joey Janela did his Lost in New York uh, show, and 
guess who was there to play Teenage Dirtbag for Spider Nate Webb? Uh, Brandon Brown uh, from from the group. So he's playing that. The crowd is like going nuts. And then he gets involved in a match. And DDT's MJF, RJ. And actually, oh, like, nice. got, he had never been to a wrestling show, knows like nothing about wrestling. And he was like, this is awesome. And he got involved and like went all for it. Like it wasn't like a, a crappy WWE celebrity. They come in there and they have no idea what they're doing. Like he was all about it, man. Like he was like selling everything. Like MJF came out. He's like, <laughs> so, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Well, next up we've got uh Flowbots handlebars versus the calling wherever you will go. Uh Flowbots handlebars. Uh again, the calling, good song, a little bit of a deep voice for me. Um I'm more into the high pitch voices. Uh but Flowbots uh Flowbots handlebars uh is again, not their best song. Uh the Flowbots uh album that that comes off of is every song is great. Uh, handlebars is the one I don't listen to anymore just because I've heard it so many times. But uh, Mayday, if you haven't heard it, Flowbots Mayday, amazing song. Uh, but I'm voting for handlebars. I'm going with uh, the calling on this one. Okay. Why? Why you got to leave it up to me? <laughs> why? Why you got to leave it up? To Look, me? it takes a lot. You know what type of music I generally yeah. like. Flowbots are definitely somebody who I would. I now have to just start listening to all their stuff, but um, that's all. You should have you. Did you hear that album, the Flowbots album that that's off of? For me, like you need to go into it. Like listen to Mayday, stand up, amazing stuff. (laughs) All right, Mike, you gotta Um, you gotta do it. The calling or Flowbots? I I just don't like that calling song. I can't do it. I can't do it. it. It's that chorus. I know it's supposed to be. A good hook, but it kind of drives me nuts. I don't know what it is, so I got to go with Flowbots. I see so, that guy, and then he sings, and he's like, "If I could," <laughs> and I was like, "What?" I'm like, Octopire, man. They they actually broke up because of that song. Did they? Yeah, apparently, oh. um, two of the members didn't like how they were being compensated. Oh, um, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know, they went there. They went their separate well, ways. They, they like were better the, songs. They were the second longest running number one in the charts history for Billboard at 23 weeks, only behind "Smooth" by Santana and Rob Thomas. So and they did something right. Excuse me. Yeah, that song was written as well because um, he was at a, a funeral for his grandmother's best friend, and she, you know, had been oh, married. Family. For, yeah, so she had been married for like 50 years. And he was just like watching the husband like during the funeral and he was like man like this dude's world just changed yeah i was thinking crash test dummies too <laughs> <laughs> like, when i saying, i was like yeah that's, that's pete hutchinson pete. says walmart crash test dummies are the calling yeah. yeah pete's pete's on point with his uh comments tonight <laughs> all right come on pete get back in <laughs> all right well hey next up we've got orianthes according to you versus the darkness i believe in a thing called love uh, I mean, I believe in a thing called love, so I'm going with the darkness. I agree with you. Same. Darkness. Right. Such a good song. I mean, don't get me wrong. Again, Orianti, really cool. Uh, I found out the band she was joining for three or four years was Alice in Chains. Uh, she ended up becoming the, oh. um, the guitarist. Um, and then she voluntarily left the band uh, in 2014. But she was actually the guitarist for Alice in Chains for quite a while. I did not know that. And they're one of my favorite bands. 
Yeah, and I'm going to double check because uh, it's not. It's Alex Cooper. <laughs> yeah, <it's> Alex Cooper. <laughs> not one of my favorite bands. <laughs> no, totally different band. Uh, uh, no, it's actually Alice from the Brady Bunch. Sorry, it does have Alice. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, luckily I double checked. I don't want anyone getting upset, but she was with Alice Cooper. <laughs> um, and then, uh, another girl actually replaced her, um, Nita Strauss. Oh, I know. Sounds super familiar too. Yeah, yeah. Nita, Nita Strauss is definitely a shredder for sure. Yeah, She's I don't even shred. She was actually number one on the top 10 female guitar players that you should know. Uh, RJ, you can't shred. I can't shred, no. But darkness moving on. Orianthi is out. Next up, we have a defaults wasting my time versus Nars Barkley. Crazy, crazy, crazy all the way. Yeah, yeah. much yeah. better song. I do like the default song, but but crazy is a catch song, a catchy song for sure. Is it? Is it because? Oh my God, my voice. Is it because <laughs> that it's co-produced by Chad Kroger of Nickelback? That could oh. definitely be it. That makes me hate that song now. Um, you know, I, I, it's fun to, to hate it, on them, but they are good though. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't hear it until I read that, and I was like, I could definitely hear the Nickelback influence. That kind of has like that grungy uh, feel to it. Um, it is catchy. Where you stand, my like Alice Cooper, bro. That song, <laughs> that song falls into that that sound. Like it's very pigeonholed into that moment in time with all the other bands that came out at the same time like saliva and i don't know all those all those butt well, rock bands speaking of nickelback uh andy and i do music as well and uh we've got <laughs> new music every week uh nickelback was named one of the ugliest rockers in the history of rock hey, um hey, and we're, we're close we're we're second but here is a sneak peek of our new song coming out Friday. That's two days from now for people who are listening to this on Spotify. It's already out, so go check it out. Uh, but here it is. Uh, this is our new one, One More Minute Till the End of the Night. Nope. That's just the picture. Uh, <laughs> Let's Wait, just show the picture again. There it is. That's the picture you're about to see. Picture says a thousand words. And here it is. One more minute till the end of the night. One more minute coming out in two days. Time Heals No Wounds was the song prior to that. So like us, subscribe, follow on YouTube and Spotify or anywhere else you can get your music. Uh, we are everywhere. Um, and I think that uh, Pete says it best. Uh, we are the Walmart Nickelback. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I can't get hey, this picture. Hey, you know what? There Everybody it is. shops at Walmart. That's true. It's because they, uh, they're convenient and easy. That's right. Like us. Um, anyways, uh, we do some other things too. We've got music coming out every week. Uh, keep hitting the wrong thing. Um, and <laughs> I can't get this comment off. There it is. Okay. Um, That's your problem, buddy. Well, hey, uh, this is the Dollar General of podcasts, <laughs> uh, according to Pete Hutchinson. Um, but moving on, we're in the top eight. This is it. Oh, I shoot. think. Really? I think we're in the eight? top eight. Sounds it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why not? Uh, here we are. Daniel Bedingfield, got to get through this versus City High. What would you do? What would you do? Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you on that one. Michael, I, st too I, st I still don't remember the song. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if you don't know the song? 
Uh, well, hey, Daniel Bedingfield is out. However, he has a sister, Natasha Bedingfield, and she wrote Pocket Full of Sunshine and these words and unwritten. Um, and he's still active as a songwriter. Now, we kind of cheated because he has another hit that I like even more than this called If You're Not the One, uh, which was a great song. It's a love song. Really Check it out. Yeah. It was really good. Um, but yeah, Daniel Bedingfield is out. You guys have anything to say about him? He's actually a judge on the X Factor in New Zealand. Oh, nice. Yeah. I actually like I, X Factor a lot. Yeah. I. It, that's such a – it's an interesting song. Like it's almost like sped up vocals. It's that kind of drum and bass like dancey kind of song. Um, I don't – it's just so catchy. It makes his voice sound so different. Look, your wife is disappointed that you do. My wife, this. my wife I, knows what kind of music I listen to. How does she not understand how I don't? It's just know a this popular song? song. It's a popular song, <sighs> even if you don't like it. I don't know if I like it. I, I don't remember the song. <laughs> <laughs> we made a playlist. I know when I listen to it. He doesn't know it even listening to it. So I don't know what he was doing. Man, I don't know where but... you've been for twenty years. All right, well, moving on. Uh, we have Gary Jules, Mad World versus Kevin Little's Turn Me On. This is a weird top eight. It is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Mad yeah, I think I'm going to go with Mad World on this one. Yeah. All right, Mad World's moving on. What about... Some, uh, someone laughing at our decision in the background? Uh, <laughs> she's hacking. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, you know, Kevin Little, Turn Me On, uh, supposedly... Um, that is actually kind of a play off of uh, R&B Group's 112, uh, All My Love. Um, and uh, it performed pretty well. Uh, it stayed on the uh, on the charts. It was on number four in the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, but he didn't really do much, uh, to my knowledge, after that. No. no. I think I had this on record, too, um, if, I, if I remember correctly. He actually he pulled an RJ. He did this song in two takes, less than an hour. Boom, magic on the mic. Um, he's we from, do write our songs rather quickly. Yeah, yeah. you can tell. Um, <laughs> he's from the island of St. Vincent, and they actually recognize this as the most important song in St. Vincent. Um, so, so I guess I'm not going there anytime. <laughs> like it just says, like this big sign to just say, turn me on. Like, I know. <laughs> you come off the boat and they're like, turn me on, turn me on. <laughs> Let me hold you. It's a good song. Um, it's a good song. It is. I can't, like, it's just one of those songs where everybody in the car starts singing along in the high-pitched voices, you know, and that's it. Uh, he does it well. I know the song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we've got uh, Snow Patrol chasing cars versus Flowbots handle bars. <laughs> stupid. Snow Patrol. You're a poet. I didn't even know it. Uh, yeah, man, this is actually kind of hard. Um, Snow Patrol, again, amazing band. I almost feel bad calling them a one-hit wonder. Um, I'm sure I Ireland hates us currently, but, um, <laughs> Flowbots, Handlebars, it's a really good stuff. Snow Patrol, Chasing Cars, I'm doing it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta listen to this, Flowbots. You do? You've, you've played it for me. You were the one who were like, you know, you were big into them, and you're like, you would love these guys. Yeah. Uh, they remind yeah, me. The Nash they, and John yeah. Leon. So you should check out High Respects. They kind of are familiar. Um, they mix rapping with live band uh, instrumentation. So okay. um, 
you you'd like them, but a little different, I, but pretty cool. I also really like Flowbots because th like that whole first album, I think it was called Fight with Tools. Um, the whole album was around um, racism and um, uh, a lot of issues in that area, and so all the songs were very very powerful. Um, it was either racism or a lot around to do with like uh, politics in America, and so I like that. It's kind of like the Rage Against the Machine, more on the rap side of stuff. Um, uh, so I, I really enjoyed it. And I just watched a live video of them today performing Mayday, which is, an, again, one of my favorite songs from them. And it's super intense. And they've got, like, a girl on the violin playing live with them. And it was just – it was so good. But I mean, even this song has, like, a deeper meaning. Like, yeah, you know, it's ba basically mankind has so much potential. And you can either be creative or destructive, mm -hmm. you know, and it's up to you to – figure out which which part of society you want to be on so um yeah yeah it's pretty it's a good song yeah but um all right moving on we've got uh next up uh, this is actually the last of the top eight so we've got the darkness i believe in a thing called love versus gnarls barkley crazy Ooh. Uh, as much as i love i believe a thing called love crazy is Hands down, such a great song. So I'm going crazy. I've got to go with the. I've got to go with the darkness and crazy is a uh, to me is still a great song. Um, and again, another one of those songs that sort of melded genres and kind of you know brought almost like a disco flavor you know into the modern times, uh, similar to you know how the darkness brought you know the rock and roll thing back, but. In terms of uh, like energy behind the song and just musicality, I have to go with the darkness. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I agree. I'm going to go with the darkness as well. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Yeah, crazy, crazy was my pick to win the whole thing. Ooh, and now they are out uh, in the top yeah. eight. So, Rolling Stone named this the number one song of the 2000s. Uh, this song was. So interesting. So after nine weeks in the UK, that they actually went in there, um, and they went to music stores and they took the song out because they didn't want it to get overplayed and they wanted people to remember it for it being a good song. Um, man, this this hurts. Like this was like a <laughs> this was like a dream team, and I feel bad for calling them one hit wonders because they had two fantastic albums. Um, and they had so many other great songs that had potential that could have been just as big as crazy. Um, CeeLo was an interesting character. He came from Goody Mob, um, you know, which was an Atlanta rap group, and he sang and rapped. Um, you know, Goody Mob came out, came up with Outkast, and then Danger Mouse. Yeah, he, he kind of came out of nowhere as a as a producer. He was really what kind of brought him into the popular eye is that he remixed um the beatles white album and jay-z's the black album and combined it made the gray album and that was like all over the internet um you know it's kind of one of those things that you're not supposed to do but that really <laughs> you know elevated him and then he actually produced um one of the uh gorillas demon days as well um and their man, their styles just meshed so well together. Like, hmm. I'm, I'm and really for kind of, all you moms out there, he was on the voice. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. Well, if, I apologize, and, but and if you want to see something funny, watch Goody Mobs um We Don't Dance No More video. Uh he he comes in at the beginning and it's he it's his head on a child's body and he comes out and he's all like in his in his onesie jammies and oh that's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> they don't dance no more. They don't dance no more. Such a great song. Well, we have a really good top four, uh, I think. Um, a little odd, but here it is. We have City I know High. Seventy-five percent of these songs. City High. What would you do? <laughs> Snow Patrol, Chasing Cars, Gary Jules, Mad World, and The Darkness. I believe in a thing called love. This is a good one. This is a good one. Pete says it's a solid top four. Yeah. Let's start. We've got City High. What would you do? Versus Gary Jules, Mad World. I'm going to go I, with Gary Jules, Mad World, on this one, guys. Should I listen to City High before I make my choice? <laughs> While I'm talking, put yourself on mute. What would you do if it's someone's at home? Yeah, lying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry. And the only uh, way to feed him is to sleep with a man for a little bit of money. Yeah. How do you, Are you yeah, listening to it right now, Mike? Yeah, he's, he's putting it on mute. <laughs> um. This makes for great video content, just me staring at my phone. Yeah. <laughs> as as much as I love the, the City High song, um I gotta go with Mad World. I think you I think you played it for me um one time and I was just like, wow, that is like such a powerful song. I think it, I made you put it on a mix CD for me. <laughs> I, it, was, it, was it was on the movie Donnie Darko um and it was played during donnie darko as well um which not one of my favorite movies but i know it's a cult classic um and that's how that song really got popular cult wise great movie yeah uh all right so uh mike what, what do you think gary jules city high now that you've heard it um still don't know that song <laughs> um I, mad world honestly all right. uh, it's, it's such a solid song it's so good it is it's so good uh, all right, makes it into the finals. A cover song makes it into the finals. Uh, next up. And Andy's questioning even inviting me onto this episode. No, it's all right that you don't know. <laughs> they even sampled Dr. J's the next episode in there, too. What would you do? Uh, it's, man, it's a powerful song. Right? It is. It's a good song. Yeah. Snow yeah. Patrol, Chasing Cars, The Darkness, I Believe in a Thing Called Love. It's a tough one for me. Here's um, the thing. If I were to listen to any song right now, I would put on The Darkness before I would put on Snow Patrol Chasing Cars. But that's just because I've heard that song a million times. But is that because I, I, I hate it? No, it's a great song. The other thing about Chasing Cars is if you know it, um, it's a repetitive song. It's just the same kind of singing the entire way through the song. Um, while the darkness, you got the solos in there, you got the high-pitched voices, it's real good. Um, Much dynamic. Huh? Much more dynamic. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's a fun song. Like, it's it, it's if you're going to encapsulate, encapsulate 2000s, the darkness, man, putting that on, everyone's going to sing along. Chasing Cars, too, I guess, but yeah, it's they, not... Chasing Cars, people, I think that transcends... Well, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying I think they would sing that, too. It's just not as fun as The Darkness. No, it's definitely not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I 
not as you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to listen to fun music no <laughs> but rj it was on Grey's anatomy it was on Grey's anatomy i think it was <laughs> on the one, spoiler i think it was one during the hill. death of uh derek possibly yeah. but. and one tree hill as well okay it's also nominated for a grammy for the best rock song um you know just things like that darkness this is subjective Lamp, Lamp. i mean darkness was like a glam rock song you know they brought it back rj is actually ty dillard one of ty dillinger's uh theme songs in ovw oh okay all right so ty dillinger aka sean spears everybody's saying the darkness yeah uh, yeah and you know how i i don't agree with people so i'm going snow patrol <laughs> Wow, okay, so we got one for the Snow Patrol, and we've got two for the Darkness from Pete and Caitlin. Uh, Mike, do you want to go, or do you want me to? I don't know. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna make it hard. You just said Snow Patrol, right? I'm going to go with the Darkness, because I give in to peer pressure. Um, <laughs> and again, I love both. It's really tough for me. Snow Patrol is probably the more popular song across generations. Um, the Darkness, though, so much fun. So the darkness, I believe in a thing called love. Just so um, you guys know. Just so I know. You're both saying, oh, songs should be fun, but yet you guys voted in Mad World. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. I, I was just, I was just comparing out, these yeah. two songs. Yeah, I wasn't saying it has to be fun. I'm just saying it I, is I'm fun. I'm just getting facts <laughs> of what words have come out of your mouth and what the the – what the situation here that we have just just want to throw that out don't there. don't don't try to rationalize anything i say because it just doesn't work <laughs> well uh, mike what are you going with you're the tiebreaker here snow patrol chasing cars the darkness i believe in a thing called love you know we, snow patrol who was grammy nominated versus the darkness who there went to number nine <laughs> on the u.s alt airplay <laughs> for the billboard charts just want to throw that but out. that's but not I, that's not what this is about though it's about the one hit one I mean, they were in karaoke revolution uh volume two so they were on rock band they were on rock band guitar hero tour decades yeah <laughs> um i feel like snow patrol has better songs and i know that's not what this is about um and i know we talked earlier hey number five on the hot 100 by the way just, just want to put it out there. who me yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's not how we that's not how we ranked this. That's not how we, that's not why we do this, Andy. Um, I mean, you guys know. I'm, I'm just saying there's this. a lot of people that would agree with me. There's unless, a lot of people unless, that, that I live with so that would agree. <laughs> I won't say what I'm going to say. It's going to make us hard. Yeah. Listen, right. Pete, come what on. What country do I live in? This is all, I, that's all I've watched for the past four years. So yeah, I'm going <laughs> to well, I think you may have missed it, but the darkness, I think, has moved on into the finals. And it now did. we have emotions all over the place. We have Gary Jewell's Mad World versus the darkness, I believe, in a thing called love. Nice and melodic and, and, and piano-driven or the darkness guitar solo high-pitched screaming. What do we got? Those all sound great. I know they're both great songs. I can't argue that these aren't two of the most popular songs um, of all time. Probably uh, both should not be in the finals, though. But because of, of a one-hit wonder, though, why not? I'm. I mean, you know, we're just. This is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Darkness song is a it's a fun song. It's a fun song to hear. You're out. You're at karaoke. Someone sings it. Cool. That song's a cool, and it's got that high pitched vocal in there too. Don't put the don't put that. <laughs> this is between three dads that are talking here, not anybody else's opinion. If we wanted their opinion, we'd invite them on the show. We literally invited them to give their opinion. <laughs> you did. I don't want to hear that. Andy doesn't want to hear your opinions, everyone. But Mad World transcends like it doesn't matter what type of style of music that you listen to. Mad World transcends that. I feel like I don't I don't really listen to music like that, but it is such a powerful song. Um and yes, it is it is a remake. Um Tears Fears did that and then he came out with this uh version and it's everywhere. It's it's in commercials, it's in movies, it's in TV shows. Um The Darkness is something, you know, that song yeah, and he doesn't need your opinions. That's right. <laughs> the darkness. <laughs> I just feel like the darkness, like you can listen to it once and you're just like, that was cool. And then you move on to the next, their next song, which is probably just as good. You know, the guitar solo is fantastic too. Um, but me, my personal preference and probably the preference of the majority of the world is going to be Barry Jules. <laughs> Uh, Andy is is literally telling the world that they agree with him. So you go with Gary Jewell's Mad World. Listen, when I was in high school, people said I should have ran for office. So maybe maybe I got new. <laughs> well, too bad. But you know what? Like it's people. a mad world, and I do not want to do that ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you have, uh, uh, Mike? What are you thinking? Pete. This is this is listen. They don't play this in Lake Tongaroga, whatever you are in New York. <laughs> Wait, how is Mike is commenting while he's on the show? I did, I did. Um, he, he just wanted his cool picture. That is a cool picture. Turn. It is a cool. Picture. That's an old picture. That's a very old picture. That was when you were okay with taking your shirt off in public. Yeah. Now I don't even take my shirt off in the shower. <laughs> 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 um oh, this is such a tough decision that's the comment because i i i i agree with everything andy said um but i also really like the darkness <laughs> but i also agreed with everything andy said <sighs> <laughs> thank you you dad me a hello uh... We have one for you, Mad World. Um, <laughs> what what are what are your thoughts, RJ? I, I'm torn. Gary Jewell's Mad World is a super powerful song. I listened to it for years. It was on one of my sleeping CDs that I used to put on at night when I went to bed, along with Sarah McLaughlin. Um, but uh, the darkness. Has you know, it's been in my Guitar Hero stuff, my rock band stuff, um, it, karaoke life. Um, it's a fun song. Uh, this is really um, a fight between what mood I'm in. Uh, I feel like um, I feel like I should just flip a coin right now. No, I don't think that's a good way to no. crown our. Don't don't. Um, guess. We got a, we got a mad world from, from Tina for for a reason. 
Because uh, Gary, so you married Tina for her love for Gary Jules. <laughs> yes. I um, like, Gary Jules, and uh, she was just like, "You're the one for me." Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with my gut and say Mad World. Well, then screw you. My, my thing doesn't yeah, matter at this that, point. No. Okay. No, I, well, I wanted to hear what you were going to say if it was going to sway my opinion one way or the other, but but it didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Um, exactly. Here, you know what? How about this? The Darkness was in a Geico commercial, and they can save you bundles uh, when you bundle your Listen, car and auto insurance. When they sponsor us, then we'll make a, a new <laughs> podcast, and we'll change everything. <laughs> um, all right. Well, you know... Whether I chose the darkness or Gary Jules, it doesn't matter because currently the winner of our top 2000s uh, one hit wonders is Gary Jules' Mad World, as brought to you by printyourbrackets.com. <laughs> Even though it should have been Niles Barkley crazy. Just saying. But then they made it pretty far. They were they in the top eight. They were in the oh, top it's eight. Okay. That's all right. Well, thank you for joining again. Oh, God.